morning. Welcome to Flipping Tables, a podcast about flipping tables. I'm one of your hosts, Michael Edwards. I'm your other host, David Lyons. And it's time to Google all the things. Yes. So I didn't, I was, I don't think we gave, well, we didn't give Build any attention. Microsoft. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, that's kind of sad because it didn't didn't really feel like a big deal. No. And, And WWDC got some attention, which is fair. Um, but Google gets the most attention because they're Google. <laughs> I, and I think that's a, a, a representative distribution of deserving attention. <laughs> so Google I.O. was, well, the keynote was yesterday. It's actually all week, right? Yeah, there are, yeah, at least the next couple of days. Yeah, is it, well, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday sounds right. And then people probably stay in expensive San Francisco hotels and party Saturday and Sunday. And soon-to-be evicted San Francisco residents. (laughs) Yes, because they tried to Airbnb. (laughs) So I I think the very first thing that has to be said is, as cool as Google I.O. is, just like Build and just like WWDC and Fate, the Facebook one, F8, um, (laughs) it's a developer conference. Yep. Because... And I feel like people have to be reminded of that because people complain about the giveaways, which is just childish. (laughs) And people complain that they talked about developer stuff. It's like, if you find what they're saying boring, maybe this isn't for you. Like, maybe it's not that the content is boring. Maybe you're not the target audience. Yeah. Though the keynotes have become more and more marketing events, so I feel like it's starting to blur a little bit. Oh, it definitely is. <laughs> yeah. No, I, there's no doubt that they know press is there. They know aspiring developers and wannabes are watching remotely. I mean, it, yes, it, it, it is a marketing <laughs> event. But when they dip into developer stuff for the internet to be like, oh, this is crap. Like, that just seems really disingenuous. So that's, okay, that was my soapbox. That, that was my table flip. The only it's, part, it's a developer The comment. only part that got me was that extended live coding demo really should have been a session. Like, yes. Keynotes are for summaries and for, like, big picture. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that I guess that was that's an unfortunate coincidence. Is it's not that it was a developery thing; it's that the detail was too fine yeah. for a keynote. So keynotes, you're you're right, should be more like up tall on the podium, being like, "Look at all the cool things we're Here, about to rain here's down." Here's where you. Android is going, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that that's fair. Which there was plenty of. Oh my God, there was plenty of that. There was. I think was it two two thirty. I think was the total runtime or about more there. More than that, two forty. Oh, jeez, under three hours. They came in under <laughs> under a Lord under of the Rings movie. Of the Ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what was? I mean, I think Android Wear was like the standout yeah. thing people were looking for. Not necessarily the coolest thing that was announced, depending on your priorities. But that was the thing everybody was excited about. I think the one of the biggest potential people see is like that's. You know, since the media has to have something to call the future, it's like, oh, yeah, wearables, that's the thing that's going to change the world next. That's right. And so, and they may not be wrong, but... So you, I have I have Google Glass that I've, I've been testing for a while, and you have a Pebble. Uh-huh. And I think when we talked about your Pebble, you basically said, like, yeah, this is so, cool, yeah, but give me cool. more. Let me do more. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, so 
was there anything with Android Wear that you immediately saw? You were like, that is the feature. Like, that, the Pebble doesn't have that, and that's worth 200 of my dollars. Being able to reply or act on things. <laughs> oh, right, because Pebble's has notifications. You just only. receive notifications. And uh, it looks like Android's doing it right. If you see it, if you like swipe away a notification on the watch, it's gone from your phone, which is not true with the Pebble, at least not with iOS. And it may right. be an iOS limitation that they're bumping into but yeah I'm it's not, annoying sure to there. see a notification you've already seen <laughs> yeah i have so with chrome um you can get certain notifications that are also like mirrored on your phone and i also use an app called push bullet and which has been obsoleted maybe <laughs> at least a big chunk of it if not damn near all of it and that's the thing is i will get rid of push bullet if this does 80 percent of it yeah. Because, like, I'll go 80% of the way for no additional overhead of any kind. Yeah. But, with like, with Hangouts, I remember when they were like, oh, Hangouts has universal notifications. And I remember having my phone unlocked and looking at a message on my laptop and then watching the notification go away on my phone and be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and now how quickly that's, like, required now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, now that I had that once. Well, it's kind of like switching from <laughs> pop to IMAP email when you're like, oh. oh, I don't have to clear the red messages on every device individually. <laughs> over and over and over, yeah. No, it, it's, it, I mean, it, now that I've seen the light, I've, I've left the cave, I've seen <laughs> yeah. unified notifications, and now that is the only way. It's it's the organic fruit and Kobe so beef of notifications. Because I'm a crazy person, that's actually <laughs> probably more annoying to me than not being able to reply to things. Like, if I could just see the notification and have it be gone on my other device, that would be nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably with you on that, because the, I feel like the... Well, the phone used to be second screen. The phone <laughs> is second screen to, I guess, television or a laptop. But now this is second, second screen. Yeah, it feels like the phone is the center of the screens now, though. I, I think so, from, from increasingly more people. And it's weird, because I feel like that's actually... Everyone in America acts like that's where we're going, and I feel like in developing nations... They started there. They started there. They were like, well, yeah, I can't, a leapfrog, I can't afford a $1,500 laptop, but I can afford a $200 phone, so that this is my computing device. Yeah. But I, I think I'm with Laptops you on that. Laptops are more like movie screens. <laughs> yeah. My beautiful 16 by like 9 Going to the theater, like, you kind of invested. <laughs> I, I think I'm definitely with you on, on dismissing, like... I want to be able to respond to stuff, but that's the icing on the cake of unified notifications. Yeah. Like, if I don't have that, then I don't care. Because if I could respond yeah. to a notification on my watch, and then I it's take out my phone... the hierarchy of needs. It is. Maslow's hierarchy <laughs> of notifications. With Wi-Fi always on the bottom. Yes. No, no matter what the rest of it is about. So, uh, do you think... What do you think Pebble's going to do? Oh, are, are they just done? Are they I, I think... Pebble is is done, but maybe they can find a, a way to survive becoming just a another vendor of the major platforms. Could they could they go Because when Apple comes out with something, cheap? all the Apple fans are just gonna buy Apple's thing. So yes. they aren't gonna be able to keep those customers, or at least not very many of them. No. So could they go like super cheap? Could they be like the the all new Pebble, forty nine ninety nine? They can, but I feel like that's just a race to the bottom of pain. 
Because LG and Samsung are going to race hard to that. Yeah, that's bottom. true. Well, I was surprised. The uh, so they announced. Th- well, they sh- sort of announced three products yesterday. So there was the Gear Live, I think it's called. <laughs> I love how Samsung names things so bad. <laughs> it is. And, you know, people used to make fun of, like, this IBM. This is a rehearsal. <laughs> it's really. It, people used to make fun of uh, Lenovo and IBM because their product names were just, like, a vomit of letters and numbers. ThinkPad wasn't bad, but... Well, that... Except yeah. it's, like, ThinkPad E187. Yeah. No, Dell is even worse. But Dell is way... Well, but the numbers are consistent. Like, you know that a 5500 has less stuff than a 6000, I guess, but it's like it's probably like Nvidia, where the numbers get reset every few years, and now yeah. the new fifty five hundred X. Yeah, there's that total <laughs> video game reboot. <laughs> yeah. But I, I so the, I still think like the the live or whatever the hell it's called, um, that one's like one ninety nine. Yeah, I think, and then the it's the like two twenty nine or something for the, the LG the, the Guatch the Guatch which I'm positive that's not what they're actually calling it <laughs> but I heard someone call it that and decided yes Guachamole <laughs> Guachamole yeah but it that one's 229 and there's strong suspicion that the 360 will be 250 yeah. with its premium roundness and it's made out of metal I had, yeah in their defense the the G or the G watch and the the live are plastic and the so I mean yeah. is it thirty dollars worth of steel? I doubt it. Well, let's just cut right past it. The only one of the ones we've seen that are worth looking at is the three sixty. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm, so I actually don't have a problem with rectangular watches. So the G Watch actually looks fine, but I would prefer a round watch. Well, I'm buying a <laughs> device that right now is not necessary. Nope. <laughs> It's it's one of those weird things where like might as well buy the more expensive one because it's not necessary. <laughs> like if you're gonna if, buy it, if I'm gonna waste money, I should waste all the money possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that doesn't really hold up, but it's no. the way I think anyway. But so you, uh, I think you you took a screenshot that you annotated with great anger <laughs> of the. I'm just a nitpicky bastard. <laughs> well, the, I this is one of the reasons I hate you because the second you pointed that out to me, I was like, great, I can never unsee that. I mean, maybe it's sort of like the Windows 8 thing where it's it's text that bleeds off the screen to indicate, hey, pull this up, which was like the main rationale I could think of. Is that of like, does hey, Windows 8 do that? Well, Windows 8 does it horizontally when you're in, Oh, like, the cutoff, okay. Yeah, and I don't like that on Windows 8, so I still wouldn't like it, but <laughs> it makes more sense than, yeah, we just cropped it bad. Sorry, brah. <laughs> Sorry, brah. Yeah, I'm, so I'm inclined to think this could be fixed by, like, a padding. Like, Yeah, it's clearly the something round, they just ship the a new CSS-style sheet and the whole thing is <laughs> moot, but... Cause it's, uh... It's obviously designed for... I mean, every screen up until now has been square or rectangular. Even curved screens. We talked about this in the earlier episode where I was wondering, like, can you make one UI that works on square and circle, and does that mean you just sacrifice the corners, or do you just cut them out for the circle? So I know you're not a big fan of centered text, (laughs) 
how would you feel if on a round display all the text was centered? So the image is cropped artfully at the corners, <laughs> but the text has to be centered so it's more legible. So I think that's the thing is, well, I don't... Centered text is okay for headers or titles or, like, single words. It's paragraphs that should not be centered. But how do you feel about, a, like, a single sentence? Like, the first sentence of an email or, or a tweet or a, or a calendar notification. Like, that's more than a word, but it's way less than a paragraph. I mean, it, it's not always ugly, but it, it's just the way the line breaks happen can just look really weird sometimes. Yeah. What do you call it? There's a... Just orphans, or there's orphans. another word for... I don't know. There's... <laughs> So I mean, are you are you gonna get are you gonna get a three sixty? I'm going to unless I'm, they announce it and they're like it's seven hundred dollars. I'm waiting, waiting to see what if they work with iOS. I'm not holding my breath, but I'm. I mean, I'm sure if it can, Google would probably build it that way because they would love to have extra customers. But, Definitely. Um, my hunch is even if it works with iOS, it'll be better on Android. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, but <laughs> after this year's WWDC, I am a little bit more optimistic because yeah. they, they are opening things up in a way that they haven't really done before. So is it ever going to work as well? Probably not because it's designed to talk to an Android device, Yeah, but I could see like rich notifications and dismissing stuff on the watch and going talking to the phone. Like Apple has started to head in that direction. Yeah, so we'll see, and I mean... We'll see what Apple, if they release their own watch this fall and what it does, but I think it's, I'm, this is weird because I'll probably renege on this and just buy something like when it comes <laughs> out, but I'm thinking right now I want to wait a year and see what, you know, how it evolves for a bit, but. So you, you don't, you weren't an original iPad owner, you're not a iPhone 2G guy, like, <laughs> you, you, you like V2? No, traditionally I have been an early adopter of a lot of things, but. I might V2 the watches. Yeah, I mean, I guess that kind of goes with um, the non-necessity of it. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is really cool, but y- you know what I can But wait. this can all change when I play with one in a store, and I'm like, oh, okay, I need it. <laughs> um, I was just kidding. I need this right now. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. I guess I just want more details. Like, we don't have an official price for the Pebble, or not the Pebble, the the 360, all the rumors are it's wireless charging and like there's all these cool things and I want to see and know that stuff. So that okay, those were my two like gotta have to consider buying this features was um, wireless charging. Those are like I sh- shouldn't say that was a deal breaker, but it it was like a, a deal cincher, deal maker. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a deal maker feature. It was like I want to never have to plug this thing in. Like I want a charging pad next to my bed. And then at the end of the day, I want to just take my watch off. First off, it has to last an entire day. Yeah, it has, it has to, to be, last an entire day, no question. Yeah, like no matter how taxing. Yeah. So More I think, than a day, I think. I think uh, LG said 36 hours of standby. And yeah. that's relevant. Well, wait. That's relevant because the screen is always on. So saying 36 hours of standby is, in this case, is tantamount to saying 36 hours of use or near 36 hours of use just because it's uh it, it's always like the screen is the part that kills the battery yeah it's not doing heavy processing so there's not a lot of guts to heat up um yeah more than a day is crucial 
I just I have to be able to put it on in the morning. You know, I wake up pretty early and I go to bed late. I have to be able to put it on in the morning, take it off at night with no question yeah. that the batter is going to die. None. So yeah. if if they can give me that, like I'll accept I have to charge it every night, but I won't accept I have to take it off in my office <laughs> yeah. and put it down on the charging pad. That's Don't a deal want breaker. another thing you have to think about. Yeah, that that's an absolute deal breaker. It bothers me that I have to do that with my phone, but I use my phone a lot, so I'm like, eh. Yeah. But anyway, so that was one, and then the other one was um, note taking, which I have to say the demo flopped. I felt so bad for them, <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> That I mean, it sometimes it fails on my phone. Like if there's a lot of noise, or if I just have molasses mouth or whatever. So I mean, I that's... think the thing is clearly the watch was responding and transcribing him just fine. It was just the connection to the phone that was. Yeah. Maybe they were just getting you know it's like a EMP field happening. Oh yeah, no, it, it was it was radio wave hell in there. Yeah. I mean, you could see every time the the camera panned across the audience, everybody had at least two devices. <laughs> If not three, Which four, is five. insane, by the way. Uh, well, you figure phone and, and laptop or laptop-like device for note-taking, but then you had people who had Google Glass, you had people who had Pebbles yeah. and other smart devices, you had people who had tablets. You probably had some people who were like, they're developers, they develop apps for using Google services for Android and iOS, so you probably had some people who had like a Nexus yeah. and an iPhone 5S. And, and an iPad and... Yeah, so, <laughs> It's, yeah, just if if Wi-Fi does actually <laughs> cause cancer, developer conferences give you cancer. Worse than the TSA line. Oh, <laughs> oh, stupid security theater! I think that's going to be fresh on our mind for a while. <laughs> the the poor the harassment of that one adorable little oh, lady. Yeah. Oh, damn you, TSA! <laughs> she didn't deserve it. So okay, so that that was Android Wear. Um, I think I'm going to skip actually down past some of this other interesting stuff to Android in the car. What do they call it? Android Auto? Mm-hmm. So, gimmick? Awesome? I think it's perfectly fine, just not exciting anymore. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like none of us have it in our cars, but it's like, oh yeah, maps. Neat. I already like, had that. Totally going to love it once my car has it built in. Hard to be really excited about it. Yeah. And and how old is your car? 2006. Oh, it's like, okay, it's newer than I thought. Okay, yeah, so mine, mine's... Because two- I don't take care of it. Because <laughs> it looks way older. I mean, mine's only a 2007, so it's, you know, recent. Yeah. But by car standards, even, it's, it's getting older. By technology standards, it's... But cars are even worse than televisions on this, like... Oh, yeah. I'm going to use the car for 10-plus years if I can. Yeah. No, unless it's costing me more to maintain it than it would yeah. to buy a new car. Because it, this is why, like, Android in the car and iOS in the car and, God forbid, slow burns. Microsoft Sync. I want... The, what I want them to standardize on is, like, a mount or a module. So, like, give me a mount that every car has that has wireless charging built in yeah. and that will hold any kind of device. And just let me sit down and put my phone there. Yeah. I think a lot of the car manufacturers have said their thing is going to support Android and iOS in the car. Like, you won't have to be like, I'm a Google car. Sorry, iPhone friends. Yeah. <laughs> Which well, is good. Sorry, Microsoft, in that scenario, but... <laughs> Nobody uses Microsoft. So. You were first, and you're going to lose. <laughs> Story of their lives. <laughs> but, I mean, don't don't you think it's really um, 
introspective of car manufacturers to be like, oh, some people upgrade their phone annually, and only the craziest of crazies update their car even every three years. I think that's why it's good Google is making the phone the host yeah. of it. Yeah, it's so this is and the iOS screen. Too. This is the car has a screen, but the phone is really doing the work. Because yeah, people are not going to upgrade their car often. This is why I mean, maybe it's too late because now people have gotten the taste for it being built in. But if I was in charge of the the car manufacturers and these alliances and stuff, I would have just said like, what if we just make like a universal mount and make it? There's like a super short USB cable that retracts. You know, so it's really easy to plug your device in, and if your device has wireless charging, it'll just charge by virtue of touching the mount. Like, that, and then we never have to think about it again. If you update your phone every six days, let alone every six months, it'll work, because the car is just the car, you know? So I think it'd be the XKCD. There are now 18 competing standards is what would happen. Yeah, Because one car manufacturer would be like, but we want to do it this way. Times 15. <laughs> you're, you're probably right. I guess whenever the answer is, what if we had a standard that's not nearly as simple as I would yeah. like to imagine? I mean, it's a little simplistic to say, therefore, never make standards, but... <laughs> I'm just saying it's not as easy. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's a misnomer to imply that standardizing would be a simple solution. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I guess I'm actually even more biased because when I moved to Colorado, I, we, my wife and I got rid of one of our cars. Yeah. Sometimes I go weeks without driving a car. So, when they're like, such and such in the car, I'm like, neat. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this and is I, not relevant to my experience. It was funny. One of the Ars Technica, I think it's Casey Johnston, was tweeting during it. And she was like, I aspire to the life of, like, quiet, casual luxury that apparently the users of these devices live because it's always like <laughs> where's sushi i'm gonna go to soccer art school right now and then it's like all this life of leisure yeah in all their demos yeah i saw quite a few things that were like you know oh man these, these people who demo products all they do is eat at expensive restaurants and go hiking and yeah take beautiful perfectly <laughs> yeah, exposed like, photos. my flight to hawaii it's yeah. like Obviously, that's just because it doesn't make for a great demo, and you're like, how do I get to my dead-end job, Google? (laughs) (laughs) This, like, depressing... Yeah, I'm late for work again. (laughs) (laughs) But I think there is something to be said about sometimes the the headlining features do seem a little Silicon Valley, like, commuter-heavy culture. I mean, a lot of America commutes all over the country, but there's kind of this, like dream of the futuristic car driving into san francisco to your startup office and <laughs> yeah i wonder this is a little bit of a tangent but i i've always been fascinated with how so much pop culture takes place in new york it's like oh it, it a movie about a couple that's trying to find love i bet you they live in new york i bet you they have an apartment that no one on their income could actually <laughs> afford in new york and they do things with their free time that they could never possibly do so the, the show friends yes exactly like that exactly Six really rich white people <laughs> yeah exactly there were even episodes about friends where some of the friends were mad at the other friends for how flippant they were with their money and it's like <laughs> you're all ridiculously flippant with your money none of you cook even the chef eats out like all of her meals 
So, yeah, but I feel like... The first the, world problems the show. <laughs> pretty much. I've, don't you feel like we've started to sort of fetishize San Francisco culture in the last, like, five or ten years the way, in at least in my whole life, we've done with New York culture? It's like, it used to be like, oh, I'm going to leave Lima, Ohio. Like, this is glee, right? Like, I'm going to leave Lima, Ohio and go to New York and make it big on Broadway. But yeah. then... Now it's like, no, I'm going to break out of small town Nebraska and go be an app developer in San Francisco and live in the Bay and have a 200-square-foot apartment for $6,000 a month. And, like, as if that was, like, a dream. Yeah. Like, to go have a crappy standard of living and work yourself to death in the process of attaining that crappy standard of living. That's what these demos sometimes look like they're addressing. But then that's sort of like, well, it's marketing. You know, it's a demo for developers, but it's marketing at the same time. It is. I mean, I guess the more I'm thinking about it, we also fetishize country living. So basically, we've picked the extremes. Extreme Midwestern, extreme Northeast, and extreme West. It's the hyperbole of the media, because it's like... Welcome the Google overlords, give me all the things, and then it's, maybe we're using our technology too much, maybe this is hurting us, and it's like, there's no nuance. It's, no, none. It's, yeah. give me all the things, wire me up, put the chip in my brain, and then, hey guys, are we losing our humanity? Yeah. Maybe we should just all go farm our own food and not use any technology. You're right, there's no... <laughs> Where is the? I I mean, we're we're as guilty of it as anybody because we're now part of the media, I guess, via this podcast. And what is it called? Flipping tables. And what do we do? Angrily rant about things. So I feel like we don't live up to that very much. We we have bursts of exciting table flipping. If it was just an hour of everything is horrible, we would just be Fox News correspondents. True. And you never go full Fox News. <laughs> So, okay, so we, we we crossed off the car pretty quickly because I think it's just like, eh. But, okay, so the TV, that was, I think, the next, like, so we're, on, we're on your wrist, we're in your car, and now we're going into your house. So the clear message, Android is going everywhere. We're building a development platform, so stop thinking of it as a phone or a tablet thing. It's a anything screen thing. And that's important, and it looks like they're doing a ton of hard work getting it done. And it's still, I think TV is still not as exciting as nope. the Wear. And it's, maybe it's just because there's Rokus and Playstations and Xboxes and a hundred devices people already have for Netflix. God, even the original <laughs> Wii could talk to Netflix. <laughs> Do I really need another Some 480p by Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so this this actually brings me to the, the material design. So the new design language or whatever the hell it's like the fifth time there's been a new design language for android yeah i mean and to be fair in the the early days iteration was super crucial because they needed a new design language back in the donut days yes but i think so when hollow was the last really big one it was like 2010 or something wasn't it it was 4.0 okay maybe 2011 yeah so whenever that was because um before it was very like whatever, and then Honeycomb, which was only tablets, was like super it's like Tron. Yeah, it was. It was. Tron is exactly it. It was super neon and like so. And then so Hollow like toned that way down, um, and it unified the way phones look and tablets looked. 
So regardless of how you felt about the hollow appearance, I do I think, think hollow is the first like great good one. <laughs> yeah, but I think the unifying factor is what's important. And with this new material design, they they were very clear. Like this is how stuff should look on Android, but also here's how you can do it on the web. Like they have their polymer yeah. UI kit, which is, I I used it actually a little bit this morning just to tool around with it, and it's. Not quite as zippy as a native app would be, but, I mean, you can optimize and blah, blah, blah. But it felt like a native app. Like, it felt mm-hmm. exactly like the native apps that they demoed that used this new material design. And it was just a website. I was like, this goes yeah. along with the, the card thing. So the new, if in case you didn't see it, the new Android task app switcher thing. That's the only thing I kind of I'm not as excited about. Okay, here's why I'm excited about that, and then you can tell me why I'm wrong. So the reason I'm excited about that is because it makes Chrome each Chrome tab you have open is as its own app, or it looks like its own little app when you're in the. I think that's a double-edged sword. Do I want web pages to be equal with apps? Maybe that's just a philosophical difference on Android. Is the web is just as prominent. I say yes. Like, I want a completely unified... Like, when I sit down at my Mac and I'm in Chrome, I want it to be as robust and well arranged. Because, I mean, think about how crappy a lot of websites look. I want them to be awesome. And Do if you think that'll encourage them to make them more awesome? Bootstrap went a long way toward making websites look better. Twitter Bootstrap. And Polymer is basically like that, yeah. but it's Google's thing i mean there's there's a little bit i more think to what it. made me feel better was when i first heard it, i was like so if i have 20 tabs open i just have that clogging everything up but i think i read that they're smart about it it's only like a few of your more recent tabs okay so because i was if like i don't an, want 80 browser tabs mixed in with the apps i'm using all the time okay <laughs> that that's a valid critique it's table flip. but i think they uh <laughs> It's not going to be that bad because I think they're not going to say blindly all of your tabs. And um, also, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is just like my OCD, <laughs> like sneaking. I'm so out, random. But, oh my god, you guys! Uh, I, I I'm embarrassed that I just said that. <laughs> maybe this is just my behavior, but I actually make a point to close tabs on my Android device. I make it a point to close tabs on other people's devices. <laughs> <laughs> You, that was just like mechanical, like that was a nervous tick. You were just like, close, 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 close. Hey, Mike, that's not your laptop. Oh, sorry. But so, I mean, I'm, it took me a much longer time to get used to and be good about closing tabs on desktop, but I've always been good about doing it on my phone. And I think it's because in the back of my mind, I'm like, battery life. Yeah. Like, if those tabs are open, they're sucking battery life, so, even though I don't think they are. The main problem, I think, bigger than the web apps are now as prominent as... There's a debate there, in my mind. Maybe other people are fine with it. <laughs> um, the UI. I, I feel like the... The, the flippy card. The, the flippy the card Rolodex. covers up the... Like, when I go into a multitasking interface, I like to be able to see the app. It helps me move quickly to pick it. And I didn't think there was anything wrong with how Android has done it since hollow yeah so that's and I, now it's I guess all that's a good point is like, the way they were doing it wasn't bad and it was it was arguably good yeah couldn't they have added chrome tabs into a still a visual especially because 
Android phones tend to be bigger. They have bigger screens. They can right. fit more visual information. Yeah, so here, I'm, I'm curious. So I'm going gonna, gonna to unlock my Nexus 4 here. And if I bring up the multitask thing, I can see 3 and 90% apps. So I, I can see all of my three most recent apps and then enough of the fourth one to know what it was. So I could I have search, YouTube, Twitter, and Chrome, but then I, I have to start scrolling. So you can basically have four on the screen at a time. Yeah. And this is a relatively large screen. This and most like, of the time when I'm multitasking, I'm hopping between the the two the, most recent maybe things. the last three or four. Yeah, <laughs> right, back and forth between apps. Yeah, so this is I don't know. The, I, I like the visual, like the visual card not stacked and obscured yeah. and making me look at titles, but I haven't used it. I haven't seen right. Like so, I I I can't picture it. Were there icons like app icons or favicons if it was a Chrome tab? Because that to me would it, be good enough. I think it was just like I don't know. We'll find a screenshot. Yeah. But, so like that. when I'm I'm looking at this multitasking interface on my my Nexus Four, and I'm looking as much at what the app was as what I was doing. So if I can see a little icon, then that, to me, is good enough. Because it's like I'm thinking in my mind, oh, I'm in the camera app, and now I want to switch to Twitter or Chrome. So I'm not looking for what I was looking at in Chrome. I'm looking for Chrome. So there's a screenshot. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, so you have, for the tabs, you have favicons, and then for the apps, you have the app icon. So that... I'm I'm okay. That's good enough for me, because that already fits in with the way I did things. So I mean, like that for you, this completely breaks the way you did things. Yeah. But for me, it's like the appearance changed, but the key, like the the keystone for me, has not changed. Well, I just like in the screenshot, it's like there's a whole bunch of apps, but you can't see anything about them. Yeah, yeah, you can see three icons which is actually a tiny bit less than i can see currently but it's uh, I, I will probably be fine with it i'm actually not super invested in the task switcher because i find myself going because i think i'm going to an app i go through the launcher yeah so it's like even though i had chrome open five seconds ago i think like i'll press the shortcut for chrome not i'll go through the task switcher because i know it was a recent app so this is probably one of those really difficult things because most people are not hyper-invested in how they move from app to app. Mm -hmm. But if you force them to answer you, like in a focus group, they're probably super opinionated. Like, no, I have to do it this way. This is the <laughs> only way to do it. I mean, I, I remember we were talking about it. with When I saw this card view, I immediately thought of the Windows tab on Vista, and I think yeah. Windows 7 does it too, where they like... They shoot all like to an angle, and it's all 3D, and it's like Rolodex style, and you can go through them. Yeah. It's really cool looking, but it's not not great, not super functional. <laughs> but this, this won't be as bad as that. No, <laughs> but it did make me think of like the physical Rolodex, which is weird because this isn't like skeuomorphic design. But they said like the having a depth of field and a 3D. So feeling. it sounded a lot like the what Joni I've said about iOS 7, even though in practice there's differences. Um, the whole like there's depth and dimension to the uh, the OS. Yeah, and, and I think that's important because it seems like all the made everyone's gotten to a similar place now of like yeah, yeah flatten things and 
use yeah. stacks little, of flat things. Use little cues when it helps. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's so like on iOS and Android, or at least with the, this new material design, they were very big about like the little touches of reaction. Like when you press a button, the button has to let you know it's been pressed. Yeah. And iOS does it fine. The, the way Android does it right now is fine. This new release looks like it's going to be fine. So, I mean, at that point, it's just a matter of, like, do you like a little blue ripple or do you like a little blue glow? Well, think, like, but yeah. Windows has failed <laughs> so bad at this. Like, when you touch something like a tile on a Windows phone or a Windows 8 device, you don't... You have no idea <laughs> if anything happened. Like, the borders are completely washed out in all the apps. Like, everything is just white. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, Windows went full, flat. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just looks like writing on a piece of paper. You get no feedback. There's no borders. Their, mm-hmm. their carp has just totally fallen <laughs> apart. There's no... Yeah, I do think oh. the the new Android material looks really great, and the, the especially some of the animation stuff they were doing looked really cool. The transitions between different views, yeah, like the little slide and pop and all yeah. that stuff. And like I've seen, uh, like iMessage does a little bit of that when you pull up the keyboard or pull down things, and I'm like, yeah, that's cool, doing like little transition animations. Yeah, and I I have to. I I may be wrong about giving attribution for this, but I feel like my earliest memory of movement being utilized in subtle ways is on older versions of OS ten, I guess, with like with the little app like, oh, like minimizing the, the window and having yeah, it get did, sucked the, in. The genie sucked down. Which is one of the first things I disable on OS ten. Yeah, because it's annoying as hell. <laughs> but but I mean like the little like the bouncy dock. And I think also for, annoying as hell. For but it's really clear. Yeah. Like I mean, now it seems really outdated and terrible. But at the time, it was like oh, nowhere that, near that as annoying as me. the uh, the Windows Vista and Seven <laughs> pop in front yeah. like, permission uh, asker. It was the user <laughs> user access control? Like I have like uh. almost an alarm clock level <laughs> reaction. <laughs> Just like. Uh. That was the day I learned how to disable that on Windows. I was there was a part of me that was like, "What will it be less secure?" Don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get nostalgic and find the old Apple commercial with John Hodgman where it was like, "Deny or allow, deny or allow, deny or allow," <laughs> every single time. Uh, they need to bring those back. That was some of their best advertising ever. <laughs> best and worst. <laughs> well, yeah, it got a really clear message across. <laughs> so okay, so we've we've decided. Android Wear is important. Android in the car. Eh. Android TV, whatever. Um, the new design looks good. What, what kinds of things... We, we have a little list of things like we feel like they kind of didn't talk about. So what were like the big letdowns that they didn't say, like, we're doing this, and then everybody could go, like, reaction guys. So, I mean, I feel like this is sort of like, Apple, you didn't announce a watch. You're doomed. I'm not saying that. But except they're doomed. <laughs> to me, the the biggest things were glass was pretty much non-existent on stage. There was tons in the crowd, but yeah. as the as a platform and a direction for Google, it was kind of like, yeah, we're doing other stuff right now. Was the <laughs> feeling, but maybe maybe not. Maybe then next year they'll have a shit ton of glass stuff. But it just seemed kind of noticeably like, yeah, in 2012, this was the future. And right now, we're still kind of like, we don't, uh, I'm not <laughs> sure. And um, Google Plus also last year, maybe it was 
Vic Gontocha's baby, and he was just like pushing it hard. And since he's gone now, there's like no champion anymore. But Google Plus has had nothing today. So yesterday. So here's a question about Google Plus specifically. If you don't have anything to announce, isn't it better to just not mention it instead of saying, like, Google Plus is still a thing? Like, wouldn't that sound <laughs> right. like that's, raspy? I mean, that's definitely Apple's approach. They don't say anything until they're ready to say, and you can buy it now, and we think you're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> and we think you're going to love it. But I, I feel like, because, I mean, I, I like Google Plus. I use it quite a bit, and I just, I feel like they have not let that product wane in the last six months it just got a redesign on the app and they've added some new features recently but nothing it's like never good enough <laughs> well but but nothing blockbuster nothing yeah. worth mentioning on stage to developers right yeah it's a developer I, think show. It's, I think it's the media narrative of google plus is flopping google plus is a flop it's a flop yeah. they didn't mention it because they're ashamed of it it's a flop yeah and i, I sort of feel similar about glass like they're not going consumer wide with it. It's still in beta. It's still an experiment. So I mean, it's not even in beta. It's an experiment that they're trying. So for them to not mention on stage is like, hey, you know that thing we're working on? We're still working on it. We don't have any nothing yeah. to report. You know? Um, well, even just the vote of confidence of some of the presenters wearing it or something, just to be like, yeah, yeah, this is our buddy. Yeah, we still wear this thing. They did all wear watches. Every single one of them had a smartwatch. <laughs> that's their new thing. Um. But I, so the one thing that I was like genuinely disappointed about was voice integration in Hangouts. Yeah, like that because that. Like, that's, why are you letting Apple kick your ass on this? <laughs> well, and we know it's coming. They said so themselves a year and, ago, and they have been letting voice really languish. So, like, with Glass, it's like, I don't care if you don't talk about Glass because it's an experiment. With Google+, Plus, I don't care if you don't talk about Google+, Plus because you have been maintaining it. So, like, I know it's it's fine, at least for the near future. But with voice, it's like, you haven't done anything with voice in years. Like, we just kill it, like, <clears throat> kill it and merge the features into Hangouts. Yeah. I mean, the thing that made me stop using voice was that you can't get picture messages. I was I have a, a little niece. I was really disappointed to find out one day that my sister in law had be had been sending me pictures of my niece for years, mm-hmm. and they just all died out in the internet somewhere. <laughs> no notification, nothing. So I think I have an explanation for why the media wants to like pretend this is a scandal, and it, it has to do with the same hyperbole that's always in the media. And so there's the the pro Google. They're so innovative. They're always doing these interesting things. You know, shareholders invest in them because they're clearly doing more interesting futuristic things, and Apple's just making iPads, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and uh, the, the counter voice, the other side of the hyperbole is Google is just doing a shotgun blast of random shit, and they're going to abandon this <laughs> stuff in a year. And so that's those people coming and saying, see, they're, they're always. You. Yeah. And so it's like, I know, I get annoyed that. It's cool. Google is innovative. They do lots of really cool things. Keep doing cool things, Google. <laughs> um, but it's the pundits that are on both sides. They're just like, therefore, Google is the only cool company. Right. And then I mean, the other people go Hyperbole of the media. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. so Basically, Apple needs to invent Google Glass. <laughs> uh, and then it'll be cool? Yeah. <laughs> so, I... I just had like a total mental collapse where I had a sentence prepared and then when my mouth got involved, it totally fell apart. You just had a stroke? <laughs> I think a little bit. 
So, uh, yeah, that's that's what a stroke sounds like on a podcast. <laughs> it's very quiet and not impressive at all. Um, so, how do you? Oh, it was it, it was the cross um, cross device thing. So they they talked about Chromebooks a little bit, mm-hmm. and they're bringing Android apps in a very limited beta. We're still working on it. Just everybody freaking relax, kind of fashion to Chromebooks, and that to me was another deal maker because I don't have anything against Chromebooks. I actually think they make a tremendous amount of sense, but. There are a lot of apps on my Android device. I'm like, why is there no desktop counterpart? A good example is Pocket Cast. The app mm-hmm. that I use for podcasts is called Pocket Cast. And if I want to listen to a podcast when I'm like sitting at my desk, I have to play it on my phone because there isn't a web or desktop version. And that's like I've gotten used to it now. This is a little irritating. Here's another irritating thing. Why is the only good unified calendar that I have access to on my phone? <laughs> Like, I don't have a unified calendar on my desktop. Why not? So, like, when they said, oh, Android dev- or Android apps on Chrome OS, I was like, well, right, here, shut up and take my money. Like, that's awesome. And they said they were very tentative. They were like, it's limited right now. Android apps are designed for touch. Right now, most Chromebooks don't have touch. So, like, but it's coming. And that, to me, was the big thumbs up of, like, you know how everybody thought we were going to do this? We're going to do this. <laughs> if it takes a couple of years, that's okay. But it, it's coming. Like that mm-hmm. big, big thumbs up. I don't want to have a completely different experience from place to place. Yeah. I do think all the, these Android movements do seem a lot more obviously more practical for the future than Glass. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the HUD ha- will have its day, but it may be further off. Clearly, further off. Than, but it is not this day. <laughs> it is not this day. But I don't. I also don't want to. I don't know. It, is is Google Glass going to get stuck and mired in the like? This is the year of the Linux desktop. Ooh, Ooh this year is the year of the <laughs> Linux desktop. Ubuntu's finally easy enough. <laughs> I I don't think so. Only because. Google has been very now the the media and the market is has their own message, but Google has been very clear like this is something we're trying out. It's never really been done this way before. We're just kind of seeing where it goes. So if Google starts to say like this is the year of glass, everyone will use glass, then that means they're really betting on it. But right now they're just like we're using you for market research. Like <laughs> we need you non-googlers to use this product so we can get feedback about it and that's all we're saying we're doing. I mean, maybe they're using this to teach the terminators that they're building how to move and act like humans, yeah. but they're not saying anything. It's just an experiment. It is such a big difference how prominent it seems at Google just because a couple of years ago, it was a guy skydiving with glass onto the roof of the Moscone Center with Larry Page going like, hell yes. That's true. And now it's like, yeah, we're not even wearing them. <laughs> yeah. I think a little bit of that was just like, hey, we're going to sell you this really expensive product that doesn't always work because it's a beta experiment. So you need to do some awesome stuff with it. We don't want a bunch of data of you sitting at your desk wearing this like go out do things do interesting things we haven't even thought of it is just 
there it is there's some pitfalls to how they've been doing it though because it's like yeah we got early adopters <clears throat> and we got bored rich people and we got celebrities playing with it and you run the danger of the only time anyone sees glass it's some like nba star yeah and it's not like beats where it's like cool it's like <laughs> okay well so i mean i've i've been trying to use mine regularly i don't i don't use it every day but i try and use it at least several times a week and like so yesterday at least here in colorado i don't know if this is nationwide but yesterday was bike to work day Mm -hmm. so i have a relatively long ride to work but it's a nice ride so i wore my glass and i crossed some rivers and there's very nice Mm well-maintained trails and parks and stuff and i took pictures the whole way i think i took like 16 or something pictures and i mean it was neat I, I would not have taken out my phone and taken those pictures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't do that while I was riding, and I wasn't going to stop. Yeah. So that was cool. And, like, I have, you know, my little daughter and being able to do the, the thing. She doesn't know she has mm-hmm. a camera pointed at her, so she'll, like, continue to interact with me. Like, that's cool, but, uh, like, those are limited uses. That's not $1,500 worth of use. Well, I think the danger of having such a slow beta rollout is the public forms this, oh, that's elitist, and they get all these right. wrong reactions that get sort of cemented, whereas the more like, here it is, buy it now, yeah. and you're going to love it. You don't have time to think about the cultural implications. Okay, here's my money. It's like yeah. enough regular people are using it before the... So the the longer glass has existed and the now that I've gotten to use it myself, I'm convinced that Google Glass is the hardware wearables equivalent of um, Google Call Search. Do you remember that? Their 411 service? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So you, you used to, for those of you who never nerded out this hard, there used to be a phone number that you could call and say words into your phone And it would then give you back search results. And, I mean, this was years ago. Like, this is, I think, early 2000s. Um, And it worked okay. And everybody was really down on it. They were like, it doesn't work that well. And it's stupid. Why would anyone ever do that? Now we have Google Now. (laughs) It's like, we have Google Now because we just threw... It's probably terabytes probably of also voice data. Why we have Google Voice? Because yeah. it's like, yeah, this is a four one one service. It's also for us to get better at voice interpretation. That's all it was for. <laughs> There's no no who the hell is like using that? I mean, I guess it was like a middle step between not smartphones and smartphones. It was like, oh, I want to Google for this pizza place that I know is nearby somewhere. So you could call the four one one number and be like. You know, where is the nearest pizza place if I'm on the corner of, you know, 15th and Main? And so, like, now we just have smartphones. But, I mean, now that voice recognition, we just gave them real people talking in huge, huge volumes. And I feel like that's what Glass is going to turn out to be. And there will be people who will never remember it that way. They'll always remember it as this, like, product failure. But I think it's going to inform real products. Yeah, but you don't get the volume you got with a free service. That's true. <laughs> a $1,500 beta program. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely not as receptive yeah. to the common man, 
I mean, but, even I, like, I have to be clear, the one I have is not really mine. I convinced work to buy it for me because there was no way in hell I was going to yeah. spend $1,500. I do think that glass is, be- you know, no matter how unfounded the opinions of the public are, it's sort of happening to Google is a yeah. PR struggle of people see these <coughs> as invasive. Yep. They see them as creepy yep. and doesn't matter that the smartphone is could be way more creepy the and thing that, people already have yeah and that we already had tiny cameras that were clandestine doesn't matter it's yeah. it's all yeah. <laughs> how yep. it looks so I, but i i mean do you think do you think i'm off base with this that it's never going to be a real product but not vaporware that they're going to use the information to inform other decisions um i I think the HUD will have its day. I just don't see it yet. <laughs> Every HUD has its day. So I think the last thing we have to to mention is hashtag cardboard. <laughs> so did you did you look into this at all? Just that you fold it up and then there's an app that lets you view stereographic images through it. Yes. So it, it's a really complicated and expensive viewfinder. <laughs> <laughs> Viewmaster 3D. Yeah, exactly. So for for people who aren't familiar, um, these developer conferences have unfortunately turned into like Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> yes, everybody gets Bees. a car. So, so in the last few years, um, Google has given away far more in technology than they actually charge to get in. So that led to this glut of people wanting to go that had no interest in being a developer just yeah. to get free stuff. So they've dialed it back, which is good. Do not box out... Manage expectations. Yeah, do not box out the developers who are actually going to build cool stuff because you're a cheapskate. Like, that, to me, is unacceptable behavior. So they've kind of dialed it down, and what they did this year is they did give away um, the smartwatches, but that's... It's reference hardware. Like, that I I understand. Although I would have been happy to get a free Android Wear watch... But that's it's reference hardware for the developers. I get that. Yeah. Um, but the ma- the only giveaway they showed on stage, because they said they were going to give away the watches, but they just it was flippant. Like, yeah, we're going to give you a watch. <laughs> <laughs> but the only giveaway that they I showed on stage watch. was a small cardboard box, and then they didn't explain it. They were just like <laughs> hashtag cardboard. Yeah, they were like, two of our engineers did this in their 20% time. We think it's really awesome, and you're going to get one on your way out of the auditorium. Hashtag cardboard. <laughs> and everybody was kind of like, yay? <laughs> Maybe they were thinking, like, the watch was in there because it, it, it had a little bit of depth. I was like, can you all get a warm slice of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> so what it turned out it was was not a warm slice of cheese. It was, in fact a build-your-own-viewfinder that has a space to hold a smartphone, and then, well, let's be fair, an Android phone, because it, it wouldn't work with an iPhone, or a Windows phone, or a BlackBerry. So so it has space to hold an Android phone. And a Palm Pre. Yes, that is the one other device it's compatible with. The, the Only the first gen. Duarte wins again. <laughs> WebOS! So it, and then it does, like, stereoscopic stereoscopic 3D images. So mm-hmm. it it works because your eyes are divided and you're seeing two different images at the same time and it tricks your brain. It's basically like a DIY Oculus Rift. Yeah. And I, I played or with 3DS, but Yeah, well, 
Yeah. The 3DS is a little fancier because it's the in-plane. Yeah, it does that, yeah. So, it, I mean, it's... I played with it a little bit because it was an app and a Chrome experiment. And it's... I mean, it's neat. It's, like, it's really neat. But it was... That, to me, felt like a nod to developers and not to the press. Because they basically said, we're going to make you build this thing that costs us, like, a nickel to produce. And then you have to put your own phone in there to play with it. But then there were pictures of these developers out in the crowd with, like, these huge smiles on their face. And, like, (laughs) they were, like enchanted like excited like i can't wait to build stuff using google products because that like to say that two of their engineers sat down and fiddled with cardboard for 20 percent of their free time like that to me that was like like engineers developers like we get you we're (laughs) right there with you this is not a product show we are nerds we built stuff, and now we want you nerds to go build stuff with the stuff we built. Mm-hmm. So, like, that that felt like a little, like, almost like a dig at the tech press. Like, this is not for you. Yeah. This is for them, the people who are supposed to be here. Hashtag cardboard. <laughs> I mean, I, I've left you awestruck with, <laughs> with my assessment of hashtag cardboard. That's all cool. The press is going to treat it like a joke forever now. They are. <laughs> I mean, do you, was, is it a misstep? Like, have they now... No, I think it's pretty harmless. It's, <laughs> it's just Google being fun. Just Google, gonna Google. <laughs> so, I think... We, we covered, I think, all the important parts of... Yeah. Of I.O. It was really long. It was, Google's it was, doing a lot of stuff, it's clear. They're, they're, yeah. Um, so, we'll see how cohesive it all ends up being, but they're doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that that's a good word to use because I think not that long ago, Google was really not a cohesive company, and they've made, in terms of how their products function and in terms of how they look, just massive yeah. strides. Because that's something that Apple kicked their ass at. <laughs> like, all their products worked together. Everything looked like it was made by the same company because it was. And their third-party developers fell all over themselves to make their stuff look like yeah, Apple Yeah, like stuff. when iOS 7 came out, and it's like, neon flat. And like within six months, every single major app has yeah. been updated. Even the people who hated it were like, it has to look like it's made by Apple, <laughs> so I'm going to just do it. Yeah, so I mean, that's something Apple has totally always done incredibly well. And Microsoft kind of... They never did it really well, but they also never did it really poorly. Google did it really poorly. Yeah, because every app was made by well, a different team, the only a different spot, design language. The only spot where I'm not feeling cohesion with the Android stuff is the TV and the Chromecast. It just seems like, wait, which one do I buy? Do I buy both? Are they companions? Are they set like completely different things? Yeah, like, Here, here's my theory on that. <laughs> I think in the the if Android TV starts to make any headway, or they they want to give it some headway. I think what you're going to start to see is Android TV is what you have at home. Chromecast is what you carry around with you. Chromecast is what you take to your your lame Luddite friend's house who doesn't have an Android TV. (laughs) Chromecast is what you have in all the conference rooms in your office building so that you can cast stuff off of your device. How long until it's Android cast? (laughs) Oh, jeez. That's, well, the the branding there is... Samsung cast live. (laughs) S. The Galaxy Chrome Samsung <laughs> Cast Live S TH-9000. 
So, but I mean, don't you, don't you think that would be a good way to divide those up? It's like yeah. the Android TV lives at your house, or maybe it's even built into the television because that everybody thinks that that's actually ever going to happen. I think that that could make sense. I don't think Google has presented it in a way that made sense. No, I'm to, I'm totally <laughs> grasping at straws here. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to preemptively defend them because this is the only way I can think of that this makes sense. Yeah, it's like the Chromecast is super small. It's super light, super portable. Requires virtually no setup but the android tv like that's personalized like i'm logged into it that's at home that's where my stuff is i'm logged into my google account i don't want every asshole who goes into the conference yeah. room to touch that but the chromecast is like oh yeah you're gonna do a presentation mike yeah just i'm really glad they chromecast. added a way to cast without going through the wi-fi yeah. or like to connect to it yeah i need a better explanation of how that works because they made it sound like you don't even have to be on the same network anyone can cast to it and i'm like uh i don't want anyone throwing yeah, we'll stuff onto see. my television it seems like they might have solved some of the problems with us using them at work where our network is terrible but yes that is awesome <laughs> what i don't want is to be sitting in my living room and porn to suddenly just pop up I, on my television i really doubt they would have like made it so peeping toms can be like <laughs> 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 I, I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> On stage, they made it sound like there's no security so maybe at all. This is part of their yeah. the confusing presentation of Android TV. Exactly. Yeah, they they definitely the Android TV and Chromecast part was very like what? <laughs> like I I can't I'm kind of on board with you, but I'm sort of like confused at the same time. Like you said, we're going out to eat, and I'm hungry, but you also talked about like going to a farm. Like, I don't want to. Are we killing a cow? Yeah. I, can we just go to the burger place? Yeah. So that was that was a weird part of the the presentation. It's a weird note to end on, though. <laughs> it's a good weird. Okay, so do we have do do we just want people's general I/O feedback? Are you going to get an Android Wear device? Ooh, yes. So what did you think? So we know you're on hold. I'm a definite yes, unless it, they price themselves out. And because actually, they can't price themselves out because I want the 360. But if that's too ex- expensive, I'll settle for the Guach. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll settle for the Guach is the show title. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. So okay, there it is. Are you going to get an Android Wear device and general other I/O feedback? Hashtag cardboard. All right. David Lyons, where can people find you on the internet? People, you know, I we were late this week. I almost forgot that we didn't tell anybody where they could find us. I'm glad your memory is better than mine. <laughs> people can find me at linesandbeta.com or at linesandbeta on Twitter or plus David Lyons on Google+, which I actually use. All right. Where can people find you on the internet, Mike? Find me at mEdwardsMusic on Twitter or at pseudomichael.com. You don't, do you have a custom Google+, Plus vanity you It's on? like... I didn't get Michael Edwards, so... Oh, did you get something? Okay, I, never it, mind. You don't get a cool one. It's not great. You're not part of the club. <laughs> All right, and then where can people find the show notes for this episode? At flippingtablespodcast.com slash 019. Woo! So I think next week we'll be back on time, right? Back to Tuesday? I hope so. So <laughs> five days from now. If the stars align. <laughs> Are there any more developer conferences between now and Tuesday? I think, uh, I think we're done for the season. Yeah, we can stop just summarizing tech news and yeah, yeah, get back to ranting. Back to complaining about things. <laughs> so we'll see you on Tuesday.